you're listening to Baby Steps with Matt and Adam, where we learn the basics of the Christian faith together through steps so small they seem ridiculous. Let's get going. Coming in at the first article of the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean, Adam? Well, I'm glad you asked, Matt. I have an answer. It means... I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, I'd say cars, and all I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life, He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does out of a fatherly and divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Wow. That's a lot. And I'm not going to ask you to restate that. We're just going to get right into it. And I I wish that it just came out of me like that. It does in a way. But we are reading from Luther's Catechism. Right. Where he's teaching us and uh, breaking down the parts of the Apostles' Creed. Yeah, so that was his breakdown of the first article is what we call the first section about God the Father. But I just wanted to reorient us. We just went through the Ten Commandments. Yes. by listening to that, by reading the Ten Commandments, you should walk away with some guilt, oh. with some feeling of being crushed, because it is the law. And recognition of your sin, and that you are not perfect, I'm not perfect, and we need someone who is perfect and who will rescue and deliver us. And so the natural thought, then, is who can rescue us? Right. We are in need of a savior because we've all committed murder in our heart. We've all committed lust in our heart. We've all lied. We've all stolen. We've all not loved God and hated our neighbor. We've all trusted our jobs more than God. We've trusted our abilities more than God. We've trusted what politicians and people say. Right. And so the brilliance of the catechism is now it moves into the creed, the Apostles' Creed, which then tells us, I'm glad you recognize your need. Now, here's who your God is. All right. So the first article, and there's three articles. Mm -hmm. Each article represents Father. This is the Father article. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Son, Jesus Christ article. And then the third article is the Holy Spirit. Correct. So we refer to them, and they're historically referred to as Article 1. It makes you sound smart also. Yeah. So Article 1, I believe in God the Father. Maker of heaven and earth. And this is like the one that we just rattle off real quick just to get our minds going. As we try to remember the whole creed. And then really, we, I, for me, growing up, it's just like, okay, I got to get to the part about Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit one, I don't know. Right. It's like tacked on at the end, has a bunch of stuff. So what do we need to know? What's, what are some of the most important things to know about Article 1, Matt? So Article 1 frames our entire existence. Well, that's nice. Yes. I need that. So Article 1 gets down to who your God is, and when you know who your God is, you know who you are. And for me, and for historic Christianity, this article starts to address 
what it means to be human. Hmm. Because when you confess, I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth, you are placing yourself in the position of a creature. This has been, this has actually really impacted my life the last several years. I did not grow up engaging with the Apostles' Creed. Um, and so in the last several years, it, it's been refreshing. I've been engaging this idea that I'm a creature. Mm-hmm. And if you've been around my preaching, you've heard me say that, like, you're just a creature. We get to be a creature. It's a great honor to get to be, like, we have a little dog, Lacey, and we love our dog. She just has to be who she is. Like, we take care of her. We never demand Lacey to make dinner turn on the lights, turn on the oven for us, get things going, mow the yard. We don't put that on her. And so as you come into this, if you can settle in every day and go, oh, I'm just a creature, and there is a creator Mm -hmm. who not only has dreamt me up, but created me, got me going, and then orders the universe. So like in the morning when I go out in my backyard, I have gotten in the habit of saying this, but then saying... God, thank you for the sun rising again. Like, thank you for mm-hmm. the trees still, you know, because we could have a hurricane. There's all sorts of things that could sweep through, but he has kept his order, his creative goodness, and he's going to be my father and be with me today. Yes. I want to get to the created so, order yes, stuff. My bad. No, 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 that was good. Uh, <laughs> the thing I, I want to get back to is with the creature mm. and what that entails is you are dependent. You are, right. we are naturally dependent beings and we are dependent upon our creator who has made everything for our good and benefit. And that's an idea that the sin in us wants to rebel against. Well, yeah, I mean, Instantly. All, all we want to do is be independent. Mm-hmm. I don't want your help. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do it myself. And there's some good in, in the desire to grow up and mm-hmm. into your gifts and your callings. But the sinful part of it is like, I want to just take care of myself because I feel like I, I can control things better that way. Correct. And this is like a really, this, this is really hard for us as Americans because we've grown up, this is the air we breathe, this is the dream of independence. Right. Uh, and we want to see God, if we even believe in a God, we want to see him as someone we kind of check in on or get little checkups and we're good and mm-hmm. we, we can live the rest of our weeks without him. And we just pop in on a Sunday, get our tank filled, and then leave and be like, cool, I'm good. I'm good with God, whatever. I get to live out the rest of my life uh, as if he doesn't exist. But what this first article is saying is we need him every single second of every single day. Right. So practically, what I would say to our listeners is every day. You don't have to pray for hours. You don't have to be some great theological mind. You just wake up in the morning and say, thank you, God. I can move my fingers. I can see. I can hear. I'm healthy. Thank you for every good and perfect gift. It's from you. Mm-hmm. And, and that will start to morph your brain into realizing that God only creates good gifts for you. Yes. Stop fighting him. He wants to give them to you, mm-hmm. that he is your father who provides everything for you. And this will subsequently help with all the anxiety. So like where you're starting to worry about work, if you're able to go, you know what? I believe in God, the father almighty maker of heaven and earth. 
God, you're feeding those birds out there. I have faith that you're going to feed me in the future. Only God lives in the future. You mm-hmm. don't. So stop trying to make that your domain Yeah. <laughs> and just say, thank you for today. Today I'm going to eat and be clothed. And that's what creatures do. Right. Creatures receive it right now. Mm-hmm. Our, our little pets aren't, you know, it'd be so sad if, if uh, Grace, my daughter, her bird, was stockpiling seed just yes. in case we didn't feed the bird one day. That'd be so sad, right? And so God <laughs> is going, yeah, you guys are, don't be so sad. Uh, thank God every day. Yes, and so this is retraining us in our brokenness, mm. and God is reminding us and breaking back into our realities and saying, I made you, I love you, I'm going to take care of you, stop living as if I'm not. And what other view of the world would be even close to being that good. Yeah. None. And also, you should be aware that when you are saying this, you're confessing that you believe God created everything intentionally mm-hmm. and with order. And he did it by his word. Yes. So his word creates that order. It creates things that are sustainable. And so that leads me to go, look, God created by his word. He saves by his word. Jesus Christ is the mm-hmm. word. He gives us his word. So a lot of the, um, the alternative views to creation, not only do they undercut any hope for you, but you have to assume that God's word isn't true. So if you're going to yes. believe in a different story of how everything got started, just know that um, you're assuming that his word is false or not true. Right, and that when he created things, he created with meaning and purpose and security and the the alternative views to creation there is no meaning everything's random and sporadic and you are uh you you are here by random chance and there is no meaning and purpose outside of what you can create for yourself right so god has created us mm-hmm. he's given us um all of our senses our bodies, our minds, and so we're able to relate to him and relate to each other. Yes. And then what you find out is he sends his word, Jesus Christ, because all of his little created children are valuable. Yeah. And, and perhaps this is the greatest, greatest idea. If you can't get your head around all the details of how things were created and you're, you're trying to, to figure that out and, and be smart... Just take a deep breath and focus on the easiest and best news of it all, which is God created you, he loves you, and he thinks you're valuable enough to send his son to shed his blood for Mm -hmm. you. This is what we mean when we say, I believe in God, the Father, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. He's made you, he cares for you, he's not going to forget about you or leave you. He's saved you. Uh. Every morning, I go through, I pray through this, and it's been super helpful because as I work through it, I realize what I'm saying is, Lord, I know through sin and rebellion, I've been placed outside of your created order, and I'm saying I want to be placed back in that created order where I can live and thrive in your life-giving boundaries. Wow, that sounds legit. I like that, life-giving boundaries. I kind of just go... Lord, I've tried, <laughs> I've tried to 
overwork. I've tried to manipulate and get people to like me and to pay and do and get money. And, and I'm just always scrambling. Uh, so I'm just going to trust you today and see what happens. That's how I do it. But yeah. I like how you said it, life-giving boundaries. Because that's really the, created, mm-hmm. the creator sets the boundaries and says, you're safe here. Yeah. And that's why I go back to our little dog, Lacey. Mm-hmm. It's like we've created boundaries because we love her. Yeah. And we say, yeah, you, you get to be a little dog for us. Yeah. And God says to you today, you get to be my little human. I want to see you enjoy the things I've given you too. I want to see you rest and trust me. Because I'm actually a loving parent. I'm the loving parent. Yeah. Of all loving parents. And then our response is, thank you, God. Thank you, God. This is what it means. This is the first article of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean, Adam? It means I believe that God has made me and all creatures that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and that he still takes care of them. We believe this to be most certainly true. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.